Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. The new CPI data is out, and it's surprised on the upside. That is right. I think the headline CPI number has gone up to 3.7. Wow. So I've been in the disinflation camp. Maybe I've been wrong. Definitely want to keep an open mind. I want to be objective. I never want to let ego get in the way of analyzing the data. So let's get right into these numbers. And I'm going to go over what I think you need to know, what the important parts in the CPI report actually are, because as always, the devil is in the details. And at the end of this video, we're going to go over how markets are actually responding to this newest CPI report. And what I think that's probably the biggest story, the markets, in my opinion, are doing the opposite of what I thought they would have. So let's check this out. We'll start by going over to Zero Hedge. And title of this post on the CPI report, Wall Street reacts to today's glass half full, glass half empty CPI report. So just when you look at the headline, you look like it looks like it just surprised on the upside. And therefore, what I thought is, okay, the probability that the Fed increases rates now has just gone through the roof and therefore stock market down. Uh, and then, you know, NASDAQ down, probably Bitcoin down, maybe even gold down, interest rates up, et cetera. But like I said, I was completely surprised by how the market responded. We're going to go over that in just a moment. But this article kind of shed some light as to why there's more to it than just what happened to headline CPI. As discussed and previewed earlier, headline inflation came in faster than expected monthly pace in August, leaving the door open for additional rate hikes for Federal Reserve, although some focused on the moderation in shelter CPI. Here's where it gets really interesting. So from, from what I just briefly saw on CNBC before going live, I think one of the main reasons the CPI went up as much as it did is because of gas prices. We all know what's going on in the oil market right now, that oil has gone from uh, let's say 70 a barrel up to 85, 85 plus, maybe 88. And now we're starting to see that translate into higher gas prices, which impacts the CPI to a great degree. But what people, kind of the doves, if you will, saw within the report is, whoa, 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 time out. Okay, this gas is going up. That's fine. If we go into a recession, those prices are going to come back down likely. But while... Over here, if we just focus there, we see prices going up. Over here, which might be even more important, we see prices going down. And what I'm talking about over here is housing and why this is such a big deal for the headline CPI, CPI is because of how it's weighted. And it's weighted with housing or owner's equivalent rent, which in and of itself is a bogus number. But that it's like a 30 or 35% weighting. It's massive. So that may be kind of what the doves are seeing when they pick through this report, which is why uh, maybe some of the, the markets that we're seeing are, are responding in very weird ways. So as far as the, the specifics here, CPI rose 0.6 month over month. That's a big number. That goes, that's, we haven't seen a number like that in quite some time as far as month over month. If my memory serves me correct, we haven't seen like a 0.6 um, since inflation was really on its way up. So over a year ago now. 
So that, okay, here you go. That's the most, and I guess I should just keep reading. <laughs> the, very, the very next thing it says, the most in more than a year. <laughs> You're trying to figure it out in my head. And there it is, George, right in front of you. I'm making things way more difficult than they are. And it was up 3.7 from a year earlier. So year over year, we've gone from 3.3 up to 3.7. Month over month, we're up 0.6. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Core prices climbed 0.3 on a monthly basis, more than forecasted, and we're up 4.3 year on year. And, but what's the forecast there, though? Uh, because what's interesting is the headline core didn't really go up, but uh, the overall CPI did. So I wonder why it didn't go up if core prices climbed higher, unless they were expecting, I guess, a number. If they're expecting a 0.1 or 0.3, which would have made core, I guess, go down even more than it did. I guess that's probably what's going on here. So although core did go down, the month over month number was higher, but uh, they point out that inflation is still running hotter than the Fed would like. That's, I guess, the main takeaway. So here we go down to, to this Nick Timoros guy. <laughs> the mouthpiece we did, a he wrote that story in the Wall Street Journal the other day that we kind of picked apart arguing how there's never going to be a recession again, or basically, but here he is. Uh, he is kind of uh, the way the, if the fed wants something, if they want to perform some sort of psyop, uh, they do that through this Nick Timoros guy with the uh, wall street journal. So he's saying the glass is half full view of this inflation report is any of the last three months core inflation have been, the mildest such reading since September. Uh, okay. I think it's a little bit of a stretch. And uh, I'm even someone that, that doesn't think that inflation is going to go back up that high, but uh, the glass half empty August core CPI wasn't quite as low as the last two and touch above expectations. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know that this really changes my personal base case. As you guys know, from watching my videos, I was pounding the table about inflation in 2020 and 2021, but then toward the end of, uh, or maybe it was 2022, I'm, I can't remember. But uh, toward, I remember when inflation was getting up like eight, eight point five, nine percent. I saw all the things that were that prompted or that created the inflation to begin with. All those things were starting to diminish, and so I, then I got onto the disinflation camp 
And I've been on that uh, in that camp, let's say, until inflation got down to about three. And when it gets down to three, I'm like, okay, well, now I really don't see it changing too much. I see it just kind of staying in a range of like 2.5 to four, or, or I forgot what, you know, 2.5 to 3.5. So now that it's up 3.7, I still don't really think that uh, impacts my base case materially, which is we're, we just kind of stay in this range uh, until we get the next catalyst. And the next catalyst is either going to be stuff hitting the fan, which will likely take the inflation rate lower, or the government coming out with more of what they did in 2020, which takes us to that, that next wave higher. So let's go over and check out how markets responded. And this is uh, very bizarre. But now that I understand kind of the nuance there, it makes a little bit more sense. So if you see a headline you know, 0.6 month over month that really exceeds expectations, you would assume that that means probability of Fed raising rates goes up and the market would just take it on the chin, especially the NASDAQ. But as we can see, the NASDAQ's a little bit higher, not too much, but you would also expect bond yields to really skyrocket. Pretty much nothing, at least with the 10-year treasury. I would expect uh, Bitcoin to go down. Bitcoin's pretty much flat. Uh, oil, eh, unchanged gold, uh, pretty much flat as well. So not much action there. I guess the market is actually looking at the nuance and they're saying, yeah, it's up, it exceeded expectations, but we don't think it's a, a huge deal because you've got these two things that are acting as a counterbalance. You've got gas prices going way, way up because of oil. That could be transitory. <laughs> Especially assuming if, uh, uh, that Saudi Arabia and OPEC Plus is doing that or creating the shortage of supply to front run what they see as a demand cliff. Um, if they're buying that view, and then on this other side, like we said, you've got owner's equivalent rents going down, which is caught 30% of the overall CPI number. I don't know that I would call that a dovish report because it's still up 0.6 for heaven's sakes, but I can understand how you wouldn't. And especially because core CPI really didn't change too much, still at 4.3. I guess you would, once you digest that, you would come to the, or you could come to the conclusion that that really doesn't impact the Fed's decision on whether or not to hike rates, therefore markets flat. I think that's the main takeaway here. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. And you can see you on the next video.